this is my podcast live the way you desire and my name is Darina as usual and I want to apologize in advance if you if during this episode you will hear some uh, background noises or something it's just I have an open uh, an open window and that just because it's getting so hot in Latvia right now and you know it's really hot my apartment so but I hope we will not get interrupted by by the background noises so um yeah as usual Friday episode Friday podcast you're here I'm here I'm ready to talk and today's topic is I don't know I I think this is like one of my favorite things to do with my friends even and I like watching videos like this and I like listening to podcasts like this um do you remember the trend which was like maybe I don't know like six months ago or something it was like there are 10 but and then you're saying something so today I would like to play to like 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 play this game uh because i find it so interesting you know i i I know that this is a relatively like old trend however i still find it really curious and fun uh because you know we all have our red red flags and green flags and people that we're friends with or we're dating and today I'm going to talk about those people and how I would react if somebody acted like this. And uh, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, There are 10 But is a game in which you basically rate, um, uh, read the first line. And after But, you have to tell like a condition or like an assumption and based on that, you're going to have to rate people's behaviors, allegedly. I hope it makes sense. But anyway, we're going to jump right in and you'll, you'll, get, you'll get it as we go, you know. So let's start. I think this is going to be fun because I found some really, really interesting um, like sentences on TikTok. You know, there's even a mask on TikTok, which you're, you put on and then it random, randomly gives you some things and uh, I would like to warn you that most of the time I'm going to talk about like men like he has something he doesn't have this or or that and you know it doesn't matter it it, it doesn't matter what gender you choose it's just what your preferences are so my preferences are in men so (laughs) I'm definitely going to play this game and imagine a man like I think, in a romantic relationship. So, but, you know, anyways, those details doesn't really matter. And we'll just start doing this. And I hope this will be fun. Yeah, let's start. And the first one is, there are 10, but they got bad music taste. Oh my God, this is deadly for me. It's like three. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> I won't be able to be with a person who doesn't share my music taste just like a little bit. Let me tell you why. Like I'm obsessing over music and I'm literally listening to music 24-7. So the person will be with me 24-7 too. 
and if we like if we're in a romantic relationship of course and having bad music taste is like living in different worlds like living on on the different planets even that is a crucial fact and of course we can elaborate and create different paths like what if you have some songs in common what if he doesn't listen to music at all like blah 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 no we're talking about having bad music taste like disgusting that's a different thing from not listening to music at all right so i gave it three but like i might even lower or lower this rating to two because i re- I, I can't imagine this scenario and you know it's it, it's so like uh when you're um you know when you inviting them over to come over you know and you're while you're talking or while you're cooking you're playing music of course and i'm always playing music when my friends are over and because you know it's more fun it like it fills up um all the silent moments you know while while you're all interacting and that is so fun to listen to music and find some common uh songs that you like or like to sing along even and so how would that be if like uh, a man comes over and then i play some music on my tv or my computer it doesn't matter and and he's like just sitting there and staring at me blankly and i'm like uh like why aren't you singing why aren't you dancing or why aren't you like even smiling or like why are you so passive here <laughs> and you know and he'll be like oh i don't like this type of music i like this and then he plays like some heavy metal which i i fucking hate you know that is not my universe at all and so how would that be and i will like right off the bat, I will have bad impression, uh, like after being with this person for like five minutes, you know, and I think that I won't be able to live with that person because music is twenty four seven in my house, and it is like, uh, when I go to school, I listen to music. Uh, when I go home, I'm listen to I listen to music. When I walk my dog, I'm listening to music, and it's. It's all the time. It's happening all the time, and so having bad music taste, like disgusting music, music taste, like I I can't even imagine like bad music taste, like how to give an, give you an example because I'm not experiencing this because all the music I'm listening, it's like popular, and it uh, I think that po- uh, some people hate popular music, but I love it because if it's popular, it means that uh, it means that people really like it and it's uh, it's worth uh people's appreciation and that is why i and also of course i'm listening to music that i like that uh i kind of relate to and um you know i have different like i have various songs that i don't like and that i just adore and yeah some people might not like my music and i might not people's music but you know, being so like, being so disgusting is disgusting, and so I won't be able to be with that person at all. And I know that maybe everything is perfect. Like he he has perfect relationship with his parents. He he is, uh, I don't know, 
he's rich and he's beautiful and I'm like uh like you're a perfect human being but when it comes to music I'm like goodbye all right so I hope you get me I hope you get what I mean and um actually I like if if you want to if you want if you don't want to agree with me or if you're just seeing this from another point of view that's totally fine because i'm just you know i'm just expressing my opinion here and we don't have to be like similar and have similar ideas that is totally fine but i hope you get the idea and so let's let's move on to the next one the next one i will have to say like he's a 10 but most of his girl friends are girls and um i think that's four because that is suspicious however things like this often depend on your own self-love and confidence like if you're confident you can uh, if you're not confident you get jealous easily but if you don't doubt your partner's attitude and respect towards you you won't care how many girl like girl friends he has and at this moment i would say that i find it suspicious yeah really of course we have to specify like how many girls are his friends because there are definitely fine lines when it gets crazy and you don't have any trust to this person anymore you know if he has like uh you know I know a lot of guys who are walking through the hallway at school and stopping to hug, to hug literally every girl they see. And that is not normal for me. And I prefer more, uh, like more um, preserved people as, um, as uh, having too many friends usually means having no good friends at all. And that is not the ideology that I stick to. So... I think that's four and I literally have one friend like male friend and he has so many other friends but when I asked him like who's your best friend because you know I know his uh, acquaintances and I uh, know people he's around with uh, usually and so I asked him like who's your best friend and he was like thinking and thinking and he and he couldn't find the answer because he just simply doesn't have any like real friends like good friends he all only has like some friends that he just hangs out with and i don't think that is normal i maybe for guys it's like easier to make friends because girls are usually like uh, offended too easily and they they have high standards uh, especially in um, friends who are like female friends and so that is that is more difficult for girls to find friends find, find real friends I guess but for male for males it's like uh, for some for some male uh, males it's like the same thing and for some it's not and you know I don't find it I don't really find it normal when guy has so many girl friends that he like as I said like hugs literally everybody. I just don't get it like why you need those people. Like what benefits you get from those people? 
Like, you just need one more hug? Like, what's the point? What's the point of having so many friends? I don't get it. Like, I have, like, at the moment, I can say for sure that I have, like, three good friends. Like, maybe two or three. And I'm literally okay with this. I'm so okay with this that I don't need any people in my life because I know that those relationships would, will not be, like, quality rela- relationships. Because I only want relationships that I benefit from and that people can benefit from being friends with me. And so I don't think that this is, this is like some such, such a, like day-to-day thing to make friends every freaking day. And if my partner had like more than 20 girlfriends or like even even more than 10 girlfriends is already sus so please guys if you're hearing this don't do it just stop you just need to stop and if you have like some real interest in some one girl and it is also you know it is so hard for guys if they're having a lot of girlfriends it is so hard for guys to find that one girl that they like and like start some relationship with her because you know there are so many different girls and you just and you just can't make 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 up your mind on what you want you know what type of girl you want what personality you want her to have and that makes your life so much harder so please just don't do it and be like find the moment where to stop because that is that you just won't be able to be trustworthy in other girls' like heads in their minds. Because when I see a guy and when I see that he has a bunch of girls around him and like being there, I won't even walk up to that guy because I know that uh, I won't be respected. Uh, and I won't be given the attention I need from that guy if they have other girls to pay attention to. So that is not my trope. And with that, yeah, my my rating is like four. You know, and let's move on to the next one. There are 10 but still hung up on his ex, on their ex. I feel like I have the similar impression with the previous one uh, because it depends um, on how much trust you have towards your significant other. And I'd say three here, like three or four. And like, let me explain. Like, I definitely understand that having physical and romantic interaction uh, gives you this special connection with a person. And... That is why our like our brain, even after a breakup, still associates your ex with those beautiful and pi- fun moments that you had together. No matter if you are with another person now or, or you just broke up, you know. So I know I would not feel comfortable in my partner uh, if my partner was still hung up on his ex. And I don't find it healthy. And, you know, when guys 
really care about their ex still, I don't think they're ready for another relationship. Because you really have to let that go. You know, and you have to learn a lesson and then move on with your life. Because either way, you're going to hurt your new partner. You're going to have like hard times uh, with deciding on like what you want. Like, do you want this new relationship or you're just using this person to kind of heal your wound? after a breakup and you know that is i think that is really hard for guys to to forget their ex because sometimes you know i don't know this is statistics like uh who who are like it, when there's a relationship and who's most likely to break up like with another person like first uh i don't know the statistics And I won't be able to tell you this. And that is why I'm maybe not that qualified in this question. In this, like, in this problem. But it's definitely tough for uh, both sides. And that is why I think that if, you, if you're seeing, if you're feeling that a person, like your potential partner, if you see that there's still... Uh, thinking about their ex or they're, they're still texting their ex and it's been like uh, two weeks since they're since they broke up or like even like like a couple of months since they broke up it's like suspicious and you definitely should ask this person like are you ready to get into the new relationship or you still need time to heal to forget to learn from it and to realize that uh, this chapter ended and now you have to start a new chapter do you need time for this and from that moment you 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 really need communication here and from that moment you will know for sure what this people want or this person wants and what he feels in that moment so that is really important but you know, still hanging up on your ex, I'm sorry, but it's, you were a 10, you were a three now for me, that's, like, tough for me, I will feel like I'm, I'm being used, so, don't really do this, please, let's get to the next one, they're a 10, but they're overprotective, um, let me think for a sec, um, I think that's like eight. <laughs> I kind of like when people care about me, you know? Like, if it's crossing the line of not like wanting to let me go meet my friends at the bar or like being jealous of me when I go to work or something. Like, when this overprotectiveness is healthy, it is totally fine. And yeah, maybe it's like sometimes you get annoyed with this. But you can still live with this. And I even like when a man makes you feel like he cares. But I've heard stories of crazy overprotective boyfriends when it gets like scary. And for those women who suffer from such behavior, I have the only option. Just run. Like in that case, that will be zero. 
there will be freaking zero because I I don't want my men to not trust me to be super super like overprotective of me when when there's literally no reason to be that overprotective and so I don't get those men who and you know I think that this comes from insecurities from their own insecurities and if you're not if you are insecure that means that you will doubt all the actions that your partner does which does not involve you you know that is that is just crazy how that works and in order to be in a healthy relationship and to have that healthy jealousy you know being a little bit jealous is not it's like normal it's totally fine i think and every person experiences experiences this when they're in a romantic kind of relationship but you know there's always always a fine line between being just a little bit jealous and when it's like totally healthy and being overprotective because overprotectiveness can really cause you some uh, arguments it can cause you i don't know some serious fights when you when you're not talking for weeks when you're not talking for a couple of days when you you know stop um, realizing your plans when you you know it just gets out of hand and that is not norm and that's where i think it has to stop or it's either you break this relationship and you you go away or uh you help this person overcome this fear of losing you and so that is that is just where you need communication as well and that is why i think we need to help those people when the, when you see that they're overprotective you have to help you have to ask you have to find out why is that and you have to show this person if you truly love them that there is absolutely no reason to be that overprotective because you are like responsible person you love you love them you care about them you won't leave and that is why you know you can watch some movies together when a person is being overprotective and one consequence and what consequences um there are afterwards and you can show them how crazy that is because usually people uh don't see themselves from from the side you know and you have to show them you have to show them that it is not normal and if they're not ready to change if uh, you can't impact them that that means that you just have to leave and you have to find someone who will be able to understand your feelings and understand uh your like your wishes and what you want not only what they want and to find people more confident and people more respectful towards you and all, always remember that you are worthy of a good relationship and you're worthy of respect of your partner and so uh, one disrespect you're out one like one sign of abuse you're out one side of uh, one sign of 
being toxic, you're out. Because we, women, we deserve the best men. I know it. And we have to find those men. And we will, we will be searching for the rest of our lives. We just need to really be patient here. And eventually, this prince, this handsome, rich, um, wealthy, like, smart, like, wise men will definitely come to your way. And you will be the happiest. And so please don't run to the first, like, uh, to the first offer that you hear from a man to be your, his, like, girlfriend. That is not... That is not good. So, yeah. But about overprotectiveness, like, it, if it's a healthy uh, healthy relationship, that it's, like, eight. Like, yeah, maybe it can be, it can be a little bit irritating. But that's okay. Like, and if it's crazy overprotective boyfriends, that when, when you're scared of him, That means that it's zero and you have to leave this relationship immediately. Yeah. On that note, we're gonna move to the next one. And here again, it's gonna be like hit about him. Um, he's a 10, but he's mama's boy. <laughs> oh my god, that's so cute. <laughs> but, you know, it sounds really cute. Like he's a mama's boy. <laughs> I would say six, you know, six or seven. Like, if it's about loving your mom wholeheartedly, nothing changes. You stay at, like, 10. Uh, but when it is about independence, sorry, but no. Mm -mm -mm -mm. I try to be independent and I want to rely on myself and my abilities only. So let's picture how it looks like. When I'm studying, you know, or I'm working, when I'm living alone, for instance, when I'm driving my own car, and he still live, lives with his mom at the age of 25 or something, doesn't have a real job, his mom all, all, uh, always calls him to, uh, to find out if he has eaten today, or uh, either he has his hat on because it's cold outside or not, And it's like, like, I don't get those moms and I don't get those uh, boys who, who are really, like, suffering from this. And, like, what you're trying to do with this, what benefits you get from this kind of relationship with your parents. Not only moms. When, uh, when for instance, dads are being, like, overprotective <laughs> of, of their daughters that is crazy too because you know how much um how much disrespect you have to have over um your like towards your child to be able to behave like this and you know maybe it sounds really toxic of me but i don't get how many moms don't understand that eventually they will have to let their children go and live their life on their own so being too close to your parents can cause some family issues and can cause even some um, psychological problems in in the child's brain and you know those problems can can develop to bigger problems when a person becomes 
like a conscious human being when he's over 18. And, you know, uh, being with your parents, like living with your parents when you're like 18, when you're 20, it's like totally fine. But when you, when you're working somewhere, when you are living in a, or like studying in a university or something, when you're living in a different city, it's still depending. And you know what? I'm sorry for this example, because, uh, those mama's boys weren't even able to move out from their parents' house to another country to study, for instance. And I know this type of psychology uh, of those people. So it was a bad example. I'm sorry. So, uh, yeah, those people won't be able to separate from their parents. And separation is so freaking uh, crucial here. Because we need to get this independence. Because either way, you know, uh, my psychologist once told me that if we don't separate from parents um, at the right time, then uh, what will happen eventually? We will grow. Our parents parents would get will uh, get older. It is inevitable, and we really. We will be with them. We'll care about them. We will always be with them. And, you know, when our parents will die, that will happen, like, 100%. And I'm really sorry to hurt anybody's feelings, probably, now. And I'm really sorry if you have already experienced such thing. I apologize. But, you know, what I'm talking about here is that um, when our parents die, we... Because of that connection, because of that strong connection, which was create, which has been creating for, um, I don't know, for forty years, for like fifty years. That's like crazy connections, and when our parent dies, because of that strong connection, we can die too, because. We won't be able to understand how hard it is to live without one of the parents or both the, both the parents that we just won't find any other sense in life. And one of the probable outcomes of this situation is that we die too. It doesn't matter if we, uh, if we die like naturally, like, how crazy that is, how crazy that sounds, but I'm sorry, again, but you know, it's just the truth, and we really need to separate from our parents, and so I think that being mama's boys, mama's boy is not a healthy relationship with your parents, you have to love them, you have to respect them, you need, you have to have this special connection with them, but not on the level when you depend on on only on your parents. And so when you when you're uh, getting into the relationship, when you are creating your own family, you really need to separate from your parents because either way you will have so many problems with that that you won't be able to leave to live your life peacefully. So think about this. <laughs> this one is gonna be really funny, so. He's a 10, but he's shorter than you. If I didn't pronounce that, that word um, clearly, it's like shorter. It's like shorter. Like, uh, I don't know. Hmm. 
how can I rate this even? Like, for me, it's like zero. <laughs> I'm really, really, really sorry. Like, no comment. I know he can have like the best personality ever, but I won't be feeling comfortable or like, I won't be able to feel like feminine, like myself when there's a man shorter than me or even like my height as well. Because I'm like um, 165 centimeters. I don't know the inches. It's like um, 5'4", I guess. That's what the internet is telling me. It's like 5'4", five, four, five, four, I guess. But, you know, um, it, it's not, you know, the, the height, it's not only about my preferences. It is about the our future future children and their height and their genetics you know because height is 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 genetics literally and i know short men can do anything about it but the only way to live a happy life is to find a woman even shorter than you <laughs> like i because i i i just don't see myself with a man Who's like my height. Like I'm literally uh, looking at his face. And his face is like my height, my height at my level. And I can't imagine this. I'm always seeing... When, when I'm always seeing uh, some couples like this outside. Like on the street or like at school. Like only... Oh, like just people. Just people walking. And, like, when I see, like, a shorter guy and a taller girl, that's, like, that looks crazy. That doesn't look natural, even, you know? It's just, you know, it's just about our nature, I think. We, like, my dad, he's, like, 186 centimeters, I guess. I don't know the inches, I'm sorry. But you can Google it easily, so um and he's tall and my mom is like 160 centimeters there they have like 26 centimeters like apart and that is that is great (laughs) like that's the best the best option for me and that's why I'm just used to it I'm just used to see my dad every day and he's taller than me and I'm seeing that my mom is shorter than him and that seems so natural for me and so beautiful. And that is why I don't really like people who are shorter. I'm really sorry if I offended somebody. But it's just my opinion. Again, it's just my opinion. And so, if you're shorter, don't don't DM me, alright? <laughs> you, you have no chance here. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, all the guys I'm... Um, friends with or I'm talking with they're definitely taller than me like not some of them are like 10 centimeters taller than me but that's like fine and I guess that's okay they're taller and that is great so (laughs) uh, like no other options so yeah let's move move on to the next one they're 10 but their driving gives you anxiety um they're like six or seven. I think I, I can live with that. But eventually, 
it will get worse if he keeps driving dangerously because being, you know, being in a relationship with the person you love means that you care about their health and well-being. So you definitely don't want them to get into a car accident and get hurt or like even worse. So I believe I might be able to influence my significant other to start being more responsible on the road and control their actions, you know. And I know how hard it is sometimes to uh, drive and to be safe always because you can't be safe on the road. It's like the most, one of the most dangerous places you can be in. And I'm, I'm like experiencing this right now. I'm learning how to drive. And that's why I totally get when, when you are driving like dangerously, when you're having like sudden, like some sudden, you have to stop like emergent, do emergency stops when, you know, there's a dog, there's a cat, there's, uh, there's another car there, there's a bus and you're always like nervous. I know this feeling. And, you know, driving, being a passenger when you're not controlling the situation is even worse sometimes. So, yeah, maybe I will be able to live with that. But I have an experience saying driving with people my age. I've been only driving with my parents, you know, and like people who has... Like, and people who have a lot of experience on the road already. So I can't tell you for sure, but I definitely will be worried about my other half. And yeah, just be safe. All right. On the road, be safe. They're 10, but they have poor hygiene. Oh, shit. You know, I will give this two is I hate people who stink or they don't trim their toenails or they shower like once a week. Are you living in a forest? Like, what's wrong with you? I'm, I'm talking for real. Like, hygiene has an impact on your health and you have to care about your body and its state. So there's no chance. Like, if you're showering every day, I have like, I have totally um, no criticism for you. I don't. But you, you, you really need to like look for, look after your body. You have to care about it. You have to pay attention to something that is not like perfect. And then like if you're seeing that your toenails like are, um, are not trimmed, then go and trim them. It takes like fucking five minutes. Is it that hard? Or if you if you're uh, feeling that you that you are smelling like with not with um perfume, just go shower. It takes two minutes. And if you're not brushing your teeth when you're looking in the mirror, what do you see? Like, do you see perfect, healthy, beautiful teeth? No, you don't. And so please. Especially you know, when you're in, in a romantic relationship, you have to kiss, obviously. And like, you know, w- when his mouth is smelling disgustingly, it's, it's like 
goodbye, you're out, really, so please, what, like, look after your body, care about your body, and shower, that is one of the most important things, brush your teeth and shower, yeah, that's, that's the advice for today, you know, there are 10, but they are uh, disorganized, well, it's like four for me, it's like really tough, uh, I'm such an organized person, I am a perfectionist, so I like my stuff to be where it has to be, and I always have things like my credit card, my phone, my keys with me, always, and if we're talking about being disorganized here, it means that a person forgets his stuff, um, you know, leaves his socks where he wants them to be, and like, leaves dirty cups on the table uh, when you can put them uh, to the dishwasher or you can uh, wash them like what's the problem and maybe this person doesn't know where his documents are and his home and his car are, are like a mess i literally cannot do it i can't this is impossible for me to be with a person like this I love an aesthetically pleasing space with which which uh like looks good and it smells good and it's organized. And this like haphazard type of behavior will drive me crazy. And I will have a mental breakdown. I know myself because a mess around you means a mess in your head. And if you're not good in cleaning up and knowing where your socks are, you're out. Because I know that we deserve, like, we as women, we deserve a beautiful apartment filled with cozy and aesthetic little things that define us as people. It means a lot to me. So men should respect the beauty of the space we make for them, and they should be able to keep it as clean as they can. Because either way, you, I, I will not... Um, I will not be able to have you in my apartment. I won't. If you if you if you're so freaking disorganized. And if you don't know when your where your stuff is and when you don't know where your the most important things in your life are in your life are and like that is just crazy for me. I'm just too responsible. I'm a perfectionist and so yeah, maybe for some little things I won't even say anything. It doesn't mean that I don't have a mess on my table sometimes. But I don't leave this mess for like weeks or months. I don't do it. I love to clean my apartment. I love to clean the space I'm working in. And I love to have my uh, have my clothes like washed and uh, have my, mm, I, I don't know, like... Uh, my tables and my um bathroom like bathroom tables i love to have them organized so please just be organized but there are 10 but it's like four if they're disorganized and last but not least um there are 10 but they have no social media um that is an interesting one but nowadays it's hard to imagine really but I will give it a 9, probably. I mean, if he doesn't want to have socials, it is totally up to him. And it will only affect, like, 
communication and work, I guess. Like, let me explain. Um, first is communication. Like, I think social media can be used not only for posting, like, cute stuff uh, and, like, just taking photos and posting them then, but also creating, like, connections with other people and your potential friends or clients even. And, like, the second uh, thing is about clients, by the way. Because almost, like, every job now needs promotion. And it, it is way harder to find your target audience for your product if um, if you're not on social media. And, you know, if we're talking about business here. Or maybe um, interaction with people or your so- source of income, even, like, YouTubers. I know we're talking here about not having social media at all. But that's why YouTubers, um, we don't, we do not include YouTubers in this in this list. Like, you know, if it doesn't have social media, like it has nothing to do with me. If really, if if that's what he's comfortable with, it will be even better, I guess, because happiness has to be private sometimes, and I don't, I don't want um and. You know, I don't want him to be skeptical about it as well as I'm on social media and I'm quite active in this area and I like social media. I mean, I'm posting things on Pinterest, on Instagram, on podcast, like on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and probably I will later post something on TikTok or something. Like, I like it. And that is why I would like my significant other to respect my interest as much as I respect his. And if he has this will not to be on social media at all, that's totally up to him. So the number the number that he was at almost doesn't change. So he was a 10. Yeah, maybe he will be 9. Because maybe there, there, there could be moments when I will be like, Oh my god, this picture is so cute. Look at us. We're so cute here. Can I post it, please? It's so beautiful. Other people would get will get inspired by our couple and they will get so much motivation to to take some picture pictures like this. And you know, can we post it? And he will be like, no. And I will be like, hmm, I'm offended. <laughs> you know, maybe that's why I like uh decided that it's nine, not ten. But still, we have to be respectful in a relationship and we have to respect each other's interests. Yeah. And with that, I would like to end this episode. I hope it was fun. I hope it was interesting. And I didn't really expect this, but I gave some advice to <laughs> in this episode. I hope it was helpful for some of you and maybe you found some some information about me that was uh that you were curious about maybe and if you want a part two you're welcome like you can dm me you can follow my socials like live the way desire it's like my instagram and also i have my main page on instagram which is going to be in the description of this episode and in the description of this podcast And yeah, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. 
thank you for um being here with me thank you for listening to me really and the last thing i'd like to say is remember that you can live the way you desire bye bye